Sip Sports. This is your host, John Ashkar, and today with me, I have a very, very special guest, G. Scott, Ohio State wide receiver. Welcome to the show, G. What's up, man? Appreciate you having me on. Yeah, thank you so much for coming on. We're really happy to have you. So, yes, sir. for those of you who don't know G, he's a freshman wide receiver at Ohio State. He was the number 37 player in the nation, according to 247 Sports, and he played high school ball at Eastside Catholic in Washington. Washington State. He had 20 offers coming out of high school, and he is a two-time state champ. Congrats on that, G. So, that. so in your early childhood, you, your brother, and your father dealt with a period of homelessness. Right. You, were, you were from couch to couch yeah. on weekends, and you had your clothes in a U-Haul. What did you learn from right. being in such a difficult spot, and how do you look back and use those lessons today? I think I just developed a sense of, like, perseverance and being able to kind of like push through different kind of hard times kind of like everybody else I mean mm-hmm. I feel like everybody has their sense their share of things they have to work through and I feel like my story is just a little bit different than maybe the one you see every day but I mean everybody pushes through things and everyone has to like I mean go through challenges on the regular basis but I think I just kind of learned just a sense of like regardless of where you're coming from and regardless of like how hard a circumstance can be like wherever you, it sounds kind of cliche, but wherever you want to go in this world, like you really can. And so I just feel like I had a, I had a mission in my mind of where I wanted to go when I was younger. And I mean, I just never really took my eyes off of it. So it kind of, it sounds kind of like just like a, a cliche story, but it's kind of, it's kind of like, it's, re- it's real it's life. Cool the reality of it. Exactly. Yeah. That's amazing. So your father talked about how in middle school you had a little trend of bad behavior, but then he started right. to take you out to work with him, uh, work out with him at 5.30 in the morning before school. Yeah. And in result, he saw an upswing in your behavior. How has that helped mm. you develop not only a work ethic and a daily routine, but a love for the gym? I mean, that, that right there just sent me a sense of, like, a discipline. Mm-hmm. So, like, I mean, that was kind of, like, the first time in my life where I felt like I was accountable of something, like, serious. So, like, I mean, that kind of just kind of uh, drove me, and I, I kind of started to see more things of where I wanted to be in my future. I don't know, I just feel like my, my youth and like my elementary school through middle school, I didn't really understand all the way on what like what I wanted to be, which is kinda of hard for anybody. Mm-hmm. But I feel like once I really started attacking those workouts early in the morning, I became accountable to something, then that's when everything in my life started changing around and I started like holding myself accountable the way I treat people, the way I'm doing things with the homework, you know, the things I'm doing on the regular basis. So that was just a good start to get me kick started for everything else. Awesome, yeah. I mean, that, it just really is, like kicks off the routine, the work ethic, and everything like that. And it, you're totally carrying through with it because I see you working every day on and off the field. Like it's amazing. Absolutely. So your father also has an incredible life story too. He made a business out of washing cars for Seahawks players. Being around all yeah. the NFL players when you were younger, you said you saw the mentality that's necessary. You were around Pro Bowl guys like Richard Sherman and Brandon Marshall. Just like, what's that mentality, and what else did you pick up from the lifestyle of some of those premier athletes? I just kind of like learned that it's so much deeper than what people see on Sundays. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I think it's really cool and like flashy what they do on Sundays, and it's like a really big show. But to see the kind of work that they put in Monday through Friday, and it's just like the just the dedication that they kind of have. It's just it truly like blows my mind, and just being able to sit there and just talk to them and see like kind of the things that they sacrifice for just this game. And so it's like kind of moving their family around and having to do all these kind of things. It's just, I truly got to see like the in-depth version of where, I, where I'm going to be in my future. So when it comes to like 
getting complacent. I couldn't get complacent where I am now because I kind of see where I need to be one day. You know, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, since a little kid, you've been around a lot of NFL athletes, and one of right. those people was Doug Baldwin. So he was introduced to you after you got hired by Eric Kennedy to work on the equipment squad yeah. for the Seahawks. So right. what was Doug able to teach you throughout that relationship about football? Uh, he, taught me, he taught me a lot of things. And he taught me a lot of things early that I didn't hear really until later, until mm-hmm. like kind of now. Like he'd teach me. I remember we'd go out and get a workout together and he'd teach me like even when you're warming up, you go all the way through the line and pass the line. And I mean, you kind of just you kind of warm up and like you go ten yards, but you maybe stop at nine and a half or maybe ten. But he's like, he kind of taught me early on, like, no, you go all the way through that line, and that's how you always do it. And so I didn't. I mean, that was kind of my first time hearing someone put so much emphasis in just a warm up. Like, I was kind of confused by it, but um, everything counts. I'm thankful for a lot of things that the thing, a lot of things that he taught me. And then he's actually one of the people that taught me a lot about the X's and O's of the wide receiver wide receiver position. So I'm very thankful for him. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a blessing to be able to learn from someone as elite as Doug Baldwin. He's He was one of the right. best wide receivers for such a long time in the NFL, and that's definitely an honor. So you have just amazing stories on top of amazing stories. So one of them is, long story short, you met a longtime friend named Jerry. And right. Jerry's from a place called Tent City 4, which is a place where uh, a group of homeless people live in Washington State, if I'm correct. And yes. it's it's close to your hometown, and he saved up enough money to come buy a bus ticket and see you play because he's a longtime Ohio State fan, and he heard you were committed to play at Ohio State. So long story short, people saw this story, sent clothes and supplies to the camp, and you've become great, great friends with him. You even took Brian Hartline on his visit to go see Jerry, which is pretty awesome. So Absolutely. what does it mean knowing that you can have such a big impact on a single person? And is this an area of interest that you could see yourself further advocating for or helping in the future? Uh, absolutely. Um, I just love to, like, like all of that was very accurate. And um, basically, to be able to use my platform for a good service to, like, give back to others, it, like, it truly, like, means the world, like, really. Because at the end of the day, like, when football is over, like, what am I going to be? That's, like, that's not even half my life is football. So I got a whole life to live, and so I want to start building – on just being a great man like that's probably one of the most important things to me right now like i feel like my faith and a lot of things in that nature has been like some of the most important things in my life and then football always is definitely important but just kind of where i where I put my priority and being a man being a good man so i feel like jerry brings out good character in me i remember the first time i met him i was at a football game and i was during warm-ups and i hear i hear someone just like screaming my name but like not even just like a normal scream in my name it's like a like loud like really <laughs> loud and i'm looking up in the stands like who is yelling that loud and uh my coach is like hey uh head over to the sideline there's someone that wants to meet you and, like this is during warm-ups mm-hmm. and i go over to the sideline i say what's up to him and he's just like bawling in tears like to meet me and i was just like uh that truly like that kind of sparks something to me it just kind of goes to show you what influence you can have on one person and no matter who you are you have somewhat influence on somebody somewhere around and so i learned that that was my learning moment right there that I have an impact on other people. And so I encourage other people to kind of try to inspire others and you just never know who you might impact. That's amazing. Yeah. I mean, just the fact that he would come up to you every pre and post game and give you a hug and just yeah. ball into tears. Like that's amazing. The fact that like one person just could, could be impacted by you so much. Right. Right. So obviously you're very good at football. So you, 
quickly became one of the most highly touted recruits in the whole state after your freshman year. Being so young, how do you handle that sort of hype? And there's so much hype with you coming into Ohio State. How are you handling that now? I, mean, I kind of mentioned this a little bit earlier, but really, really two things. When I think of that, I think of I kind of seen where people are as professionals, where I want to be one day, and I see that I'm not there yet. So it's like there's no sense of like oh, I made it or anything like that, or like oh I'm I'm here, but like I just see how much farther I need to go because I've been around those NFL guys and I re- and I train with them still to this day. I realize that like man, I have so much farther to go, and so uh, and then when it comes to like kind of the pressures of kind of being a highly recruited athlete coming in I understand like with my, like with my relationship with God that like I mean through him like he's not going to put nothing in front of me that I can't handle uh-huh. and so I feel like as long as I keep strengthening my relationship with God and that's kind of helped with a lot of the pressures that's came around is just like just continue just to be me and just continue to play my game and uh, let everything else take care of itself right and if you just trust his process too he'll lead you to where you absolutely. need to go that's exactly absolutely so, you're the first player out of Washington State to commit to Ohio State in the modern recruiting era. So, yeah. you, you said like in your interviews and stuff that Ohio State made you very comfortable during the recruiting process. What exactly made you so comfortable, and what else just brought you from the state of Washington all the way out to Ohio? Uh, I always mention this. I don't even. I don't even know what, really what it was. It just kind of like something drew, drew me. Like right when I took my first visit, like there was a part of me I almost wanted to commit when I first visited. But then I went back home and just kind of like let the like kind of the high of just the great football game kind of go down. And even then, I still like I knew that was my number one choice. Mm-hmm. I visited. I think I like took an unofficial visit like a couple other places and just kind of wasn't the same. So then it was time to take my official visits. I took one official visit and it was to Ohio State, and then that was it. I didn't. I knew I didn't want to go any take any other unofficial visits, and that's where I wanted to be. And so I uh, set that commitment date on uh, on Christmas of 2018. I think it was. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was all she wrote. Yeah, I mean, Ohio State's not like a lot of other schools. It's it's amazing. Right. <laughs> so, right. So you came in uh, early enrolled as a freshman, and it's uh, it obviously doesn't help with us being out of school right now. What do you think right. one of your biggest challenges could be this upcoming year, and what is one thing on the field that you feel you're the most prepared for? Uh, something that could be a challenge is kind of just like – Catching up with the speed of the game, so it's like a whole different game when you go from transition from high school to college. Mm-hmm. I've been able to acknowledge that as soon as I got there, you can kind of tell just the energy and just the kind of people we were with. There's so many different kinds of fields of people. There, there will be some guys that are kind of young, just like me, and there will be like some guys that are adult, married, or have kids. <laughs> yeah, you know, exactly. There, there literally is, mm-hmm. and so just the kind of different fields of people, and then yeah, just kind of getting used to that. Yeah. So. The coronavirus has obviously interrupted life and class and yeah. uh, just the team in general. Like, how does this interrupt the development of your freshman class? I think, for, especially for some of the early enrollees, mm-hmm. that we were coming in with the mentality to kind of just take advantage of this whole entire time and kind of get caught up with the playbook and kind of getting those uh, sorts of things all squared away. But I feel like we got a good two months, two and a half months in, and so um, I think we have a great understanding of it but obviously i'd love to kind of still be in there right now unfortunately i'm back at home because of the this whole thing going on but i think we'll i mean either way i think we'll be okay i feel like we trust that the coaches have a good plan for us and whatever the coaches have in hand for us we'll attack that and just give what we got awesome awesome 
So what's one style of your game do you think that's unique to yourself that you're going to bring to Ohio State that's really going to benefit the team? I think I'm a physical receiver. Mm-hmm. I think those kind of things. And I and I hope it's the one thing that I'm really working on is just like even everything outside of the, off the football field is just kind of like being a good leader to the team, doing my way to contribute to be like the most positive I can be as a as a teammate. And sometimes, sometimes having a good teammate sometimes being a good teammate can just make everybody else better. And so mm-hmm. uh, that's one of the biggest things I've been focusing on. But when it comes to my game specifically, I think I'm a like a bigger physical receiver and I can bring that to the table. Yeah, I mean, just like watching your tape, you're you're big, you can <laughs> jump up, you can get the ball over uh, cornerbacks. So I know faith plays a big role in your life. Absolutely. How has it guided you every day, not only in your everyday life, but in your football journey? Shoot, especially my football journey, just kind of like just staying in prayer and just regardless of whatever I'm kind of uh, striving for, wherever I want to be, I just know through the strength of God that I can be able to get there. And I felt that in my in my testimony, like I felt, felt that um, it kind of directed my life in a way that I wanted to go. And so, and also I just feel like no matter, it gave me a sense of confidence, like no matter mm-hmm. what happens, good or bad, I just know that's just part of the plan and I just kind of stick to that. So if I go out and I drop two balls, it's it's like it's okay. I understand that it's for a greater good. Like mm-hmm. I understand that one day I'm gonna look back and I'll be like, man, I'm I'm so happy I stayed in my faith and I I continue to trust God through this process. And I just I mean I really just kind of like man to be real like it's like I try to not complicate my life too much. Like I literally I literally work my hardest. Everything I'm supposed to do, I try to do it the best I can. I stay, keep my relationship with God, and I just allow everything else to take care of itself. Like, mm-hmm. everything else is literally just a ripple effect yeah. of this staying focused, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just have to, like, let life take care of itself, and you can right. you can only do so much. Amen. So, what are your goals moving forward with football and just with life in general? Uh, goals, that's a good question. Really, like, kind of like I just said, it's kind of just helping contribute to the team mm-hmm. in whatever way I can. And so that's any any way I can, whether that's on scout team, whether that's playing, whether that's being a starter, whatever, wherever that is, just helping the team and, and giving my two cents to the team. And I just feel like not only for myself, but if everybody on the team kind of has that mentality for the team, that's going to – that kind of gets a, a national championship contender right there. Yeah, I mean, just – being there for your teammates on and off the field can go so far. So for sure. Let's hop into these quick questions. So, okay. your favorite NFL team? Seahawks. Seahawks. Your favorite player growing up? Ooh, favorite player. I would say when I was younger, it was Marshawn Lynch. Mm-hmm. But now that I've gotten kind of older, it's probably DeAndre Hopkins. Just got probably traded, DeAndre Hopkins. Just got traded to the Cardinals and then that. I don't even, yeah, know, no, what, I don't even know what happened. Yeah. What other sports did you play in high school? I did track, mm-hmm. and I played basketball all through middle school. Honestly, I thought basketball was gonna be my sport. Like I didn't even play football until eighth grade. Yeah, so you, I just, you played AAU, and you were you wanted to be in the NBA. You said. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, who is the hardest person that's guarded you in practice? I feel like everybody there brings great talent. I wouldn't. I wouldn't necessarily say that someone's significantly better than everyone else. I think everybody's great. But someone that's definitely been challenging is Seven Banks. I feel like what he brings to the table is he's very impressive, and so he'll give you a challenge for sure. Awesome. So, I mean, you've only been there for like five weeks or so, but do you have a favorite teammate? 
favorite teammate. Or someone that you're probably just closest probably, to. Probably, probably Jackson. Jackson mm-hmm. Smith. Yeah, that's my brother. That's my guy. Is there a funniest teammate? <laughs> probably, probably Mookie. Mookie? Mookie Cooper. <laughs> yeah, he's hilarious. What jersey are you most excited to wear? Blackout. The blackout? Blackout jersey. In a night yeah. game? Yeah. Yeah, those are always sick. Yeah. yeah. Who's the most famous person in your phone book? Uh, shoot. Probably Richard Sherman. Richard or, Sherman? Yeah, probably Richard Sherman. And who's your favorite musical artist and what's on your pregame playlist? Ooh. <sighs> favorite musical artist. I like country music, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'd say probably Chris Young. Chris Young or Luke Holmes. One of those two are my favorite. And then pregame. I don't, you guys, you'd be surprised at what I listen to pregame. I'm kind of like, I'm not the super raw raw before the game. Mm-hmm. I mean, I definitely, I definitely get raw, like kind of like wild up during the game. But before the game, I kind of like to just like to meditate a little yeah. bit and think about like everything I've done to get to where I'm at. And just kind of like I don't know, I just like to think in my own head. So I don't really do too much there. But I got you. I got yeah. you. You're just like yeah. me- mentally pumping yourself up. Right. Just- right. I might listen to like an instrumental or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I got you. Just, just seeing where you are and what yeah. you can do. And then real fast, you've been working out with some top recruits, Emeka and JT. Do you have yeah. Any inside scoop on them? I don't. I know that they both like Ohio State. Mm-hmm. I can tell you that. Um, I don't really have anything further than that. But yeah, I know they both love the Buckeyes. Who couldn't? Yeah, it's it's amazing. It's an awesome school. Yeah. All right, and uh, I think that's actually going to wrap it up for us. It's been great having you on the show, G. Thank you so much for your time. We really loved having you. Yes, sir, man. I uh, appreciate you having me on the show. God bless. And thanks to you guys if you made it this far listening to the Hottest Take Sports Podcast. We're officially on iTunes and Spotify and all podcasting platforms now, so you can find the show there. Today's intro beat was made by Avon Text on YouTube. We'll have a link in the description. Also, make sure you all go give G a follow on Instagram and Twitter, at G Scott Jr. Thank you again, G, for coming on the show. We really appreciate it. Make sure you hit the subscribe button to stay updated with our show. Also, make sure you rate the show and leave some feedback. Thanks again, y'all, and see you next time.